and welcome back to episode 11 of the Say What's podcast. Okay, it is somewhere towards the end of May. It is a first Wednesday and story is six weeks old tomorrow. tomorrow. Where the hell has the time gone? We thought we'd just give a quick update on how early parenthood has been for us because a lot has changed since we last spoke on here, which I think she was one or two weeks of age. And then next podcast, we'll go back to different topics such as the dilemmas. We've got several things in the pipeline for that. So did you want us to get started? How have you found the last four weeks? Yeah, I feel like we've found our flow the past few weeks. I feel like the first couple of weeks is very like brain fog land. I don't even feel like I remember it. No. I feel like her birth was literally yesterday, but also a year ago, like... It's just a bizarre, like, I feel like all the days roll into one and I don't really remember it. And something that I wanted to say as well, and I'll say it whilst I remember it, is people talk of this like newborn bubble and, um, you know, you've got to really enjoy it for yourself and, you know, say no to visitors and really embrace this moment and stuff. And I get that, but I, I think it's very hard to embrace having a newborn bubble and I thought I would be one of those people that didn't want to have people around and because we're not people that like to have people around all the time but I actually feel that in those first especially four weeks we had more people around than ever didn't we yeah we'd even planned before like guys we probably won't see you for a month everyone's like look take as long as you need and then pretty much from the first or second day people were around just from choice from us yeah, saying and wanting like, them around. We were like, oh, if you're nipping by, just nip in and just... I feel like that's really helped us. Yeah. Because we're not the kind of people who are really sociable. Like we have my mum, my mum lives around the corner, so my mum's around a lot. But we're not the kind of people who like to have people around the house all the time. Just because we're very much value our own space, don't we? Yeah, I feel like it just felt very family orientated. It did. It felt like we'd all had a baby. <laughs> Yeah, the grandparents, um, our great grandparents, everyone was just, you know, just around and enjoying family time. Yeah, and I, and I, sorry, I'd had gone. (laughs) (laughs) Talking over you already. And I think it was like, rather than us both, I don't know, it didn't feel right for us both to be like, because I know you you started coming back onto Instagram after several days or a week Mm -hmm. or so to get back into some normality. Because yes, um, I mean, I guess you should do whatever feels right for you. No one can really say, look, you should do this and don't Well, this is a typical Alex Hermosi. Alex Hermosi. You should do whatever you feel like you should do. Not this is the way it should go. And for us, it felt like um, it felt nicer to see people, people around, people having cups of tea and coffee and all having a chat. And it felt very close. And also, as much as we're spending like obviously 24 hours a day with Story, um, Rather than as literally like, oh, well, should you go and post on Instagram? You're like, I was like, yeah, sure. I'll watch Story for a couple of hours. You go and get into your routine. And then it felt like it was, I don't know, the saying filling your cup up. Yeah. Giving, not a break, but like 
it just didn't feel quite no, right for supposed to be sat on a sofa staring at story. No, and that's why I thought the newborn bubble was going to be. And I think actually there's a lot of pressure around. I don't know whether anybody else We'd ever planned thought about for this. that though. We'd planned for us two to literally be sat there staring Not, at story. And, and I actually had anxiety thinking that, oh my God, how am I going to break it to my mum that I do need a few days to myself? Because, you know, my mum is a very like hands-on and I know how much she cares and wants to be like around us in general but now you know the the baby as well i'll keep saying the baby she's called story <laughs> but i was thinking i've got anxiety of how to say to my mum look mum we're probably gonna want like a good you know few days a week to ourselves and she would have been absolutely fine with that but it actually was giving me anxiety thinking oh my god what if people want to come around straight away or if you even a few days after we're not ready but actually probably more than ever in my life I actually wanted people around us more than ever. And I know a lot of people aren't like that. They really just like to be by themselves and stuff. But I really appreciated that. And I think it really helped because one, I was obviously recovering. Yes, um, that I was in a lot, a lot of, with me. Because... Yeah, I was in a lot of pain. So a, a lot of it, a lot of the physical was on you. Yeah. Also, I was very anxious, as mentioned in the last podcast, about your health. And when other people were around, it felt like Less if pressure. something went wrong, mm. we were all in it together to, to get you to the hospital or whatever. I was obviously thinking worst case, but there's so much craziness going in my head at the time. I was like level 99 anxiety mm. for two weeks solid after, even when I was doing the podcast. Now I'm completely relaxed. I look back at how I felt even then. I was still in that state. I yeah. don't think you really realize until you're you, until you're out of the state like oh yeah. shit I was actually I, I agree because I remembered even times like when Tay was playing with Storm and she would make noises and shout I was associating that with thinking shit she's shouting for help she's in pain or she's mm. whatever rather than like oh she's playing with Story and I was like this is this is just taking its toll on me ever since then though um, oh yeah so back to the point. <laughs> long way around the point it felt for me comfortable comfortable more, more comfortable, comfortable to have friends and family around and for me too it, it just felt really really nice actually so obviously um everyone's, everyone's newborn bubbles different but i wouldn't say ours was necessarily what i assumed it was going to be where i thought you know you have this newborn bubble nobody comes around you sit and you stare at them you go on the sofa you watch telly with them you just look at them all day ours was very much like okay like how do we go from this really big change that's just happened all of this kind of thing that's happened with the birth like how do we actually ours was more like how do we get a sense of normality I feel like that's that was as more than how do we sit and appreciate this baby on our own by ourselves in a newborn bubble. Yeah. Totally and I feel like that. it's that's really benefited us having people around so that it didn't start to feel really weird when people did come around. Um me uh, get I, me getting back to doing my bits on Instagram that make me feel like me that I really enjoy for me Instagram isn't work it's like a part of who I am and having that time for myself to like do my bathroom stories that I've been doing and stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's really, really helped my mental health. And it's also made me, I think, take all of this more in my stride than, yeah, do you know totally what I mean? Taking time that. away and then having that pressure of like, oh, I've got to come back now and how do I do this? This doesn't feel natural. Yeah, it felt because natural for me to do I that. would say like, obviously it's the biggest change you'll ever go through in your life. Well, probably one of. But then to add in a non-normal routine makes, for us, it makes it 10 times worse. Like, 
We're very routine people. You stick to your routine, you add the baby in or story in, and then... <laughs> Keep calling it the sto- baby. Story is... Her, you work around her routine first. Yeah. And then you think, okay, here's here's some, like we've learned this over the last, last six weeks, like here we can slot in some more of our routine, like it's a slot in the gym, we can slot in yeah. going to get a coffee, slot in obviously work, like all of these kind of things around her routine. And rather than... And that's what you don't get in the beginning because you like, you don't know what the routine is. So you lose all of that. Yeah, but 100%. then after the, I'd say like a week and a half, two weeks, then you start to go oh, she's asleep now for this three hours. And I know that because that's how long she kind of sleeps for. So this is my time now to go and do whatever I want to do. And then you prioritize what you want to do. Like for you, it's right, I'm going to go and get in the gym. And I'm like, right, I'm going to go and get in my bathroom and do some yeah, makeup stories exactly. or skincare reviews and stuff that I really enjoy and that make me feel like me. Um, and I would also say like, because we both work from home and I don't have an office here, it's like, all these little challenges are, are things you you just sort of like tr- it just takes you several weeks of like trying to do some work and then it's so easy for you to be like oh can you just grab story for a minute mm. or your mum will come around and go oh Jack can you just help me with this for mm. a minute and 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 you're like I'm never ever going to get anything done ever again whereas yeah. I think if I had an office to go to I'd be like right I'm at my office there my can't ass, bug me. and I would come back so I've been finding that sort of like tricky but then you just sort of navigate around it like we said and then we just communicate and go okay these hours i need you know i'm going in the living room give me three hours to crack on with this and then it just sort of goes like that whereas at the start it's like everything's in the end you're like i don't know how we're ever going to get a routine you're not getting much sleep you both up soon as she's like making a slight noise yeah because i remember in those first Again, I want to say like two weeks, but maybe even a week and a half. In that first week and a half, I remember going in the shower and washing my hair, washing my body at the speed of the light, thinking, I've got to get out because she's awake and what am I going to do? You know, yeah. she was in a safe spot, but I was and like, I've got like, to get out in case she starts crying again. And you watch her because I'm having a shower. So we would both be like, literally. And you'd be like panicking, like in the shower. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm never going to have a normal shower again. And now I'm back to enjoying my showers as I was pre-pregnancy because you just learn, right, she's down now. She's asleep. So this is my time. I've probably got three hours and it almost feels like a cheat to like yeah. parenthood where you're like, wow, like the, I can go and get these things that I write a to-do list um, the night before of what I want to do tomorrow. Like I just have to brain dump, just literally have so many notes on my phone. And so like I'll, as soon as she's asleep and has that first like segment of sleep in the morning, I will start to work through my to-do list. And obviously the first thing is like have a shower, get ready. And it's nothing like that first couple of weeks where you're like, shit, like this is what we're going to do. And I mean, this is just obviously from our personal experience, it might be different for the people that can't get their babies to sleep, can't get into that kind of like chunk of um, sleep or single parents or things like that. But um that's that's how it's worked for us so it has really really changed over the last few weeks and I feel like as much as there are times where it's hard and it's challenging and and everything I feel like we're getting into a nice not a routine but a flow and we understand each other now a hundred percent at the start I would say from, from the second week to the sixth week like there's different levels it's a bit like when you have a partner and you first you meet a partner and you think you're in love and you don't think it can get any higher. And then, you know, a couple of years later it gets higher and then you go through these different periods Phases. in your life mm. and then it gets higher and then you get like married, it goes higher. And then you have a baby and you see them being a mum, and it gets higher and you think, oh, it can't get like that. And I think that's definitely the case 
with the first two weeks of story like when she first came here like seeing her enter the earth like my whole emotions like exploded yeah and then i was like anxious for the first two weeks i was in like um like serve and protect mode it was just like how do we get past this and then when you relax it's like full bonding mode so then it's like oh i get to know her she gets to know me like now she's even starting to smile a lot so when i like come into the room and say hello she smiles and you're like oh my god like level 99 happiness it like melts you so all of these things come after and i guess they come at different stages for people maybe people have bonded day one maybe bonded four weeks it's yeah it's very on that note let's talk about that because i we've both discussed this and i think we're both kind of keeping it to ourselves a little bit and now we're a bit more open with it but like i had noticed actually in the first couple of weeks that jack wasn't necessarily doing what i'd imagined he or reacting how i thought he would in my head with story and i didn't tell you this till a few days no, ago did i she said but i could see I, it but i knew that it was very much down to the trauma that from birth and worrying and panicking like you said about me like just constant health worries yeah and i just how i assumed jack would be like cooing over and stuff it just wasn't that it was very autopilot like doing what i've got to do but there wasn't that kind of it wasn't the bond no i was and i think uh, uh well i don't I, know I think this is going to be i think this is one of those, those things that's going to be very common when yeah. you when you say this i think there's going to be a lot of people so who say the same. i don't know for a fact of where this come i don't even so i don't know whether it's come from the me being traumatized about the birth and then me tay's health not being right for two weeks um and that giving me like level 99 anxiety mm. because every day like when tay was making noises with story and she was like like make you know like woo or whatever i was think i could hear it downstairs there was thinking, one time where you ran up the stairs and i, like, I thought, she I thought was, you were bleeding yeah I thought you were bleeding i, I was like she was what? screaming for help because there was a couple of times within those weeks where she did scream when you you were clotting mm. so now like i'd associated like if a scream it's that so it was like you don't realize, I, I, even on like the last podcast when I had said like, oh yeah, yeah, I had a bit of trauma or whatever, that looking back now, I was like, it was definitely for a couple of weeks where, I don't like to use the word trauma because that sounds like serious, but I would say like I was in an anxious state. But it was serious, that's like you trying to diminish your feelings about it. Yeah. That it, it was traumatizing yeah. for you. And, and I, it- f- I feel that now looking back I, and then obviously story was here as well so i was just literally doing everything like rigid like what does she need okay do this do this do that and and everything with it but then i'd also say i, I may have felt the same way anyway mm-hmm. taking away the stress or anxiety of you not being well it i still feel like the first two weeks three weeks however long it probably takes someone um it's like there is no bonding time. It's like, let's keep this baby alive time. Yeah. And everything is scary. Everything is anxious. I'm Autopilot. everything. Like everything, even now, like, you know, I'm learning pretty much every day and thank everybody on Instagram because every time I post something on Instagram, I have a start, by the way, you, uh, you're overheating your baby. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> thank you very much. So no, I do appreciate all of that. And that's six weeks in. I think I'll be learning six months in six years forever. We're all just winging it. So it's, um, and literally, I actually think I probably should have done more research before she was here, 
Do you know what I mean? I think I was heavily leaning on you for that. I was like, oh, Tay will know what she's doing. Tay's not. But then you realise, actually, I spend 50% of the time with her, so I should I think you just learn. I knowledge. think the best the best way to learn is through experience, to be honest. Yeah, We're so not... I would say, like, the bonding stage gets more and more every single day. And now, like, she's laughing. She recognises me having that bond. It's like, it's... And I'm now feeling like how I imagined myself being a father with my daughter. Yeah. At first you said that you felt like like she was just a baby. I felt like she was just a baby. It was plumped on my lap. Everyone was like, right, you know what to do. You've got to love a level 99. Get on with it. And I'm like, and then also you're not well. I was like, oh man, this is all just, just overwhelming. Maybe other people just take it in the stride and just, well, for me as Bosh. well, I, if, you know, you hear this, oh my God, if as soon as you lay eyes on them, you're going to feel this really overwhelming love and it's this and it's that and there's, n- there's not an experience like it. And there's definitely not an experience like it. Like I remember looking at her and there's even a, a part of the video on a, one of our reels on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God. And you can just see like the overwhelming in my like eyes, but also like my whole body at this time of birth was literally numb. I couldn't pick her up properly I couldn't rest her on me I was just like oh my god like I said to Jack like you have to take it because I couldn't I was scared I was going to drop her because I couldn't feel it I had an epidural and a forceps delivery um and I just couldn't feel her I couldn't have really had her on me um so there was no chance for that real like connecting moment and then obviously went into the recovery and then went straight back into theater and I think for me um as much as there was like an overwhelming maternal instinct and like oh my god she's here and my baby and I you know loved her that real like love for me has come in the last couple of weeks where I feel like I know this person yeah I know her bond it's like how you know some people obviously do but in my head I can rationalize it like well how can you love something you don't know how can you love somebody you don't know so for me I wouldn't say there was that like overwhelming love there was an overwhelming like feeling oh she's crying yeah so yeah as much as for me there was this overwhelming feeling of like love and overwhelm and like oh my god wow this is my baby like and you know I was doing you know and also an overwhelming maternal instinct like wow I've got to look after her now and I want to protect her at all costs and got to be careful with her and everything I feel like for me the love and that overwhelming love has really come and is coming Mm. even more in the last few weeks where I feel like oh my god I just love her like I say to you all the time I just love her like just want to see her like I wake up and I'm like ah whereas first it was like you know you'd be waking up in the night feeling you'd be like ah oh, god like this is I've got to get up again and and now it's more like I don't know it's just more relaxed and yeah. I, I just want to if other people feel like this which I'm sure they do kind of normalize not necessarily having that super overwhelming like love at first sight feeling because as much as there was that like like I said maternal instinct for me the love has grown yeah I get that because everyone I spoke to is like it's literally the best thing you'll ever have in your life soon as you see them you'll love them like you'll die for them you'll do all of these kind of things and then it, it can possibly make you feel a little bit guilty if you, you're not feeling you're like that way. oh I've, I've not connected and the midwife say like you know the fathers get skin to skin, get that bonding and all of that stuff helps. Like when I was laying with her, like, well, not necessarily watching footy, but 
watching anything and she was laying yes, on me and she's asleep and you, you know you're looking at it it builds the bond and you're like oh i love her and then you're like oh let, can i do that again i do that and it just builds yeah i mean it builds there's levels to everything and the levels just gets higher and higher and higher so if you do ever feel like that would you say it's normal or would you just say we felt like that as well no, I, I could think, be I, normal. I don't no, know. How you, what is normal? There isn't a normal. There isn't it's a normal. Because everyone is just so different. But I think it's like important to share our experience because yeah. you would think well, a lot of people assume, and maybe especially if you don't have children, that, you know, these people had IVF. Of course, they're going to feel this overwhelming, overpowering, love at first sight feeling. And for us, it still has been that process build. where it's, it it's, it's, it's a build love because, you know, I feel like, wow, I didn't know this person. Now I know this person. I love yeah. this person. And this person is, you know, our child. And it's amazing. And it really, now I can really understand when people say, like, it is the best feeling yeah, in the world. It is because now. I'm like, so I get it now. When people say, and, and you can tell it's just going to get better and better because yeah. it already, like, she's the kind of smiling. And, like, you're like, it can't get any better than this. No, you're like, but this then is you the know person. she's going to laugh. And then she's going to, and, I would say, like, what would you say some of the... It's quite funny. Is Normally, I'm very particular, like, with my, like, clothes. You know, I don't want any shit on them. I don't, like, not shit. I don't want, like, any marks on them. I want them ironed, the crisp. And sometimes I go to put my hand on Jack's back. Jack's don't like this. He's me. like, don't. Um, don't get don't, makeup don't, on cre- me. Don't crease my T-shirt. Don't get any makeup. Don't hug me. And then when you have a baby, and obviously you're, like, lumping them over your shoulder, and they, like, might be sick, or they might, like... You, you just go out uneyed. There's no point ironing anything because you're constantly picking them up. And I've noticed, and it feels great. I feel at peace. Just feel liberated. Going out. And I, I had like, to be fair, it wasn't even a story, was it? I um, ate a tomato and the whole tomato went all over me. But because I had story, I was like, yes, you know, she's a messy, isn't she all over me? And you can just blame it on the baby. And I just feel like you're, no, you just feel more like a, a dad. I feel I, more and I like it's in adult. my own head because I don't think people give a shit whether you got something on your top or not. But I'm so like, yeah, it's definitely a you thing. Or ironed. Do you know what I mean? No, normally, like, okay, like, but the whole thing is just creasy. It's messy, and you got on it, and I just love that. And um, one one of the things that I feel about Story is I almost feel like she's a bit of a safety blanket as well. Yeah, this like is a, going out with her. I mean. like, yes. Even if I was on my own, even though I've not actually been on my own without without you, out out. Yeah, at my mum's house or something. Yeah, but not out in the world without you. But I feel like she's like a safety blanket where I just feel less. That's what I mean. Like everything becomes irrelevant. Everything feels you've got more. A baby. I can't explain it, but just even think we're doing more things that I feel like we've been out more ever in this last six weeks than we've been out since we've lived back in the UK it's really you want to get out becomes enjoyable like you go out for breakfast with story and you're like this God, is this the is best so much breakfast better. I've ever had yeah bre- something as simple as going out for breakfast now feels like this really exciting thing because it's almost like you don't know what's coming and they're going to sit there and they're going to be there. Yeah, and, and just to see her and you're like, she's in this restaurant. Looking yeah, and she's and not then, in the house and she's and got dressed up. We took a swim in and like, she's swimming, oh she's God. in water. Her in the pool is, was just everything. I'm literally craving doing that. But yeah, I just feel like everything that like, I feel like we're kind of people who really enjoy the simple things anyway. Um, 
But I feel like with her, everything is just so much more special. And it's like, there's a first of everything. I would, it's, like, yeah. it's like you're doing all of these things for the first time again, because you're yeah. doing them with her. A hundred percent. And I would say that the last five years or so, there's 100% something missing, like the mm. next stage. I know life is in different seasons. You have like your school season and then your first season going out and all of these different seasons. And ours has been delayed, I would say, in the season that we've wanted to have a family. For a very long time. And it's like we've been missing something. And then mm. when she comes in, the the, li- the the family life... I just love the family life. I, I mean, do. I've been waiting for the family life and now the family life is what I expected the family life to be. Mm-hmm. And it just it just feels great to do everything with story. Or and with it's thinking of all the f- future things to come, like, you know, taking her back to Marbella, to our apartment there, in case you're new here. Um, like taking her back there and, and swimming with her there and taking her to the beach and taking her to a restaurant. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, I see why, like... See, I've seen like parents on Instagram and they never post anything about themselves just every day as their child. I have to refrain myself. They're, they're obviously absolutely buzzing. And after a while you're like, I post, on, about, post, I post about 50 pictures of story a day <laughs> yeah. on my close friends yeah. list just to get that kind of like thing out of my system of like wanting to post everything on my stories because people will be like, okay, right, we get it. We love yeah. story, but like enough is enough. So I have to get it out of my system by putting them on my close friends. Exactly. Even like after this podcast, we will do more normal pod you know normal topics because we could easily just keep doing like a seven week one of story <laughs> should we talk about story again <laughs> so and you know what's this. so funny as well i heard people say this that when they're not with their children all they do is think about their children so um i can't remember what it was my mum had story the other day for a few hours and the whole time that my mum had her i was just literally going through my photos on my phone oh and my looking God. at photos of her and as soon as she gets into bed at night i'm going through the photos of the day and oh, oh i love that one. Oh, look at this chat look at this literally all i want to do is stare at photos yeah. of her when you're not with her, i'm like sometimes i mean not all the time because sometimes you're like oh thank god she's gone to sleep now i can go and get some stuff done but sometimes i'm like okay you just need to wake up now because yeah i want to play <laughs> Well, I went to um, a friend's wedding uh, party. Normally, I'd be like, it was an all day and night thing. Normally, I'd be drinking, you know, it's my cup, like bread and butter that I love it in the sun. Um, I didn't drink because I didn't want to miss or be hung over a story. And then when I went to the party, instead of being with my friends smashed on the dance floor, I was with all the women chatting about, about the story. <laughs> and I was literally just with everyone like, yeah, and then she does this. And then like, oh, I was, and I was like, yeah. And then Times I, have I changed. came home and thought, fucking hell, You've I've changed, changed didn't I? <laughs> but Dad I really, mind. really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, I would say it's going as well as it could be. We're, we're looking blessed that we've got our friends and family that are live really close. So they're coming over, like we said. And So, yeah, and it, there's, um, there's challenges in it all, but it is amazing. And I think it's, people say it just gets better and better. And I really feel that and see that now. But at the same time, I'm also like, please, time needs to stop or slow down a little bit because soon enough, she's actually not even going to be a baby. And that is heartbreaking because I feel like we've only just got her. I find it crazy. And and this is why I would love to keep doing uh, 
podcasts and things what i think we'll probably do is um do some more youtube videos mm. rather than the podcast and that'll be more family well, we, life and we can show more family we life can show more family life what's going on we can film like whilst we're going out and then the podcast can go back to gg dilemmas and all of those kind of things yeah. which we love doing. but this is us right now and, um, you know we are we have just transitioned from normal people into parents and yeah. i think a lot of the gg love being a part of that because a lot of the gg are from 25 to 36 year olds that's like my highest statistic on my instagram like that's the 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 majority of the women and i think a lot of women have babies yeah 100%. or are wanting babies or manifesting babies so i think it is it's a big part of all of us but anyway guys we'll wrap that up here that was a little bit of a six week so, recap six and week. you know what this will be really nice to look back on one day ah well. that was my point i was gonna say a point i'm so glad that we've vlogged as much as we possibly can and that you're so active on instagram and things like that because like i've looked back at some of the videos when we first out first found out that the embryo mm. had matched and our reaction and then when the embryo was implanted and we didn't know what was going to happen like is, is it going to stick is it going to do all those things that just seems like a week ago yeah that's like a year ago so this now she's six weeks old yeah and and mums so, say to me all the time on instagram blink and there'll be like one two three like no idea where the time's gone and that is very sad i feel like time's going that way anyway yeah. with, even without a child it just goes so fast but yeah um hope you've enjoyed the recap and we will back we'll be we will be back with some gg dilemmas in the next podcast we'll which i'm very excited for yeah, yeah bye guys excited. love you take care bye, bye.